Hello everyone, today we are heading to Africa, to Victoria Falls on the border of Zimbabwe and Zambia, where I had, uh, well, uh, <laughs> an interesting encounter. <laughs> and of course, we'll visit the Pretendomatic. We have a new Bible character today that we will be visiting. I can't wait to tell you who it is. And of course, we have our What's It? We have our random nature fact, our game show, and so much more. I'm so glad that you're joining me here today on God's Great Earth. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Aguilera, and welcome to the show. I'm very excited that you will be joining me today because we have a whole bunch of really cool stuff that we want to talk about. So, are you ready? Let's get going! As usual, I love to start off every single episode with a brain teaser. Something to tease and sharpen our brains. <laughs> of course, the very cool thing about this is that you guys are sending them in from all over the world. So are you ready for today's brain teaser? Here we go, because it was sent to us from Zachariah in Michigan. Okay, here it is. What am I? The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. That's kind of interesting. Definitely making me think. I'll give it to you again. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Oh, okay. Alrighty. Thank you, Zachariah, for sending that in. Of course, you have a little bit of time to think about the answer, and I will reveal the answer at the end of our episode together, as I always do. And of course, if you have a brain teaser that you'd like to share on the show, we'd sure like to get it. In order to share, just please go to our website at godsgreatearth.com and you will see a place right there for you to submit your brain teaser. Keep sending those in. I can't wait to get it and use it. And now it is time for the greatest adventure. Our God's Great Earth adventure today is called The Blocked Path. Hmm. Victoria Falls is on the border between Zimbabwe and Zambia. That's in Africa. We had just spent the day viewing the waterfalls from the Zimbabwe side, but I had read that there were some unique views from the Zambian side as well. First thing we had to do was go to Victoria Falls Bridge that spans the gorge where the water falls into. The bridge crosses the gorge a mere 420 feet above the water. <laughs> Whoa. The bridge itself is unique, of course, because it was built in England, then transported to Zimbabwe and assembled there in 1905. <laughs> wow. Halfway across the bridge, we saw something pretty interesting, too. Bungee jumpers. <laughs> we stopped and watched them jump and fall 230 feet towards the river down below, only to bounce back up and down a few times. It's kind of cool. After crossing the bridge, we were met with the Zambian border crossing and passport control. Now, the Zambian side had a steep, narrow trail that would allow you to follow it all the way down to the bottom of the gorge. But what happened next caught us by surprise. Now, we were on the trail, and about 20 feet ahead on the trail was this huge troop of baboons just sitting on the trail. There must have been 10 or 12 of them both adults and babies. We stopped for a moment to see what would happen next, and uh, nothing happened. They just sat around as if we didn't exist. Now, getting off the path wasn't an easy option because there was a dense jungle on either side. 
So my wife and I just kind of looked at each other and we said, okay, we're going to have to make a decision. Continue or go back? <laughs> we decided to continue. So we simply walked through the middle of the troop, passing within inches of several baboons. They just watched us pass by as if we were just some other random jungle creature. <laughs> you know, every day we make dozens of decisions. Some are important and some are trivial. How do we make good decisions? Let's be wise by listening to advice from people with experience. Become informed about all the possible outcomes. And most importantly, ask God to give you wisdom to make the best decision. Proverbs 18.15 says, An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Alrighty, it is time for a what's it? What is that thing I heard? Have you ever heard a sound and you're trying to figure out what it is? Yeah, that's what we're going to do now because I'm about to play a sound for you and your job is going to be to see if you can figure out what it is. Are you ready? And of course, I will give you a clue. It's the same clue as always that it is a sound from nature, something God made. All right, here is the sound. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Very interesting. What could that be? Of course, we'll get back to that in a little bit. Take a little time to figure out some guesses, and I will come back at the end of the episode to give you the answer. Alrighty, everyone. It is that time of the show. Time to visit the Pretendomatic. That, of course, is my pretend time machine. And since we know Bible characters were real people, it's fun to use our pretendomatic to go back and have fun pretending to go back in time and talk with them. And today we're going to talk to a brand new Bible person. His name is Balaam. And we're going to go back and check out his story. So let's turn on the pretendomatic and enter our coordinates. Alrighty, we made it. Uh, let's see, where is Balaam? I believe we came to his house. Um, ah, oh, I believe that is him right there. Uh, hello there. Uh, yes, can I help you, sir? Uh, hi there. Um, are you Balaam? Yes, I am Balaam. Do I know you? Great. Uh, well, no, sir. I don't think we've ever met. My name is Rich, and I was just hoping to talk to you for a few minutes. Uh, sure. What do you want to talk about? Um, well, I was hoping you could tell me a little bit about yourself. About myself? Well, I suppose that's fine. Uh, my name, as you know somehow, is Balaam. I am the son of Beor, and I live here in Pethor. Pethor, okay, right. Um, that sounds like modern Syria. Modern what? What are you talking about? Oh, uh, sorry, never mind. Uh, right, so, uh, Pethor, got it. Um, that's near the Euphrates River, right? Very good. You know your geography. Yeah, well, I, I try. <laughs> well, that's good, because you probably also know where Moab is. Moab? Um, yeah, right. That's, uh, that's like 400 miles from here. Uh, what's a mile? Oops, sorry, again. <laughs> Never mind. Right, well, Moab is about a 25-day journey from here, but I'm telling you this because a couple of months ago, I had visitors from Moab arrive here to see me. Really? Wow, they came pretty far, Balaam. 
Yes, I'd have to say that's the most interesting thing that's happened around here in some time. Right, yeah, I, I could see that. You probably don't get too many visitors from so far very often. Not even very often, more like never. I have to say it was quite surprising to see them here on my doorstep. So why had they come? Were they just visiting the area or something? No, they came to see me. Wait, to see you? They traveled 25 days through the desert to come and see you? That's right. Wow, that's impressive. So, uh, what did they want? Who were they? Well, apparently there were messengers sent by the king of Moab, Zippor, and his son, Balak. Wow, so the king of a foreign country sent messengers to come see you and give you a message. That's correct. Wow, that's incredible. And I'm super curious, what did they say? Well, of course, they first introduced themselves and where they were from and all that. Right, Uh, and then? Then they start telling me about this huge group of Israelites that had come out of Egypt and had arrived to the lands near them. Wow, okay, yeah, the children of Israel, led by Moses. Yeah, well, I don't know who their leader is, but apparently the king there in Moab is a little freaked out. Huh, why? Uh, What else did his messengers say? Well, that was the part that really took me by surprise. Interesting. Well, something's definitely up. We'll come back and listen to Balaam in a few minutes to see what these messengers said. Hey, everyone. I really hope you're enjoying the show and being blessed. Did you know that we also create a lot of video content? Yeah, we actually even have our own video platform that hosts all of our video content. A huge video library of stuff that I've produced with over 500 videos. If you want to check it out, please go to kidsbibleflix.com. That's flicks with F-L-I-X. And, of course, you will be able to go there and see where you can sign up to be a member of our platform. And the cool thing is it's just a one-time payment of $99. And then you will have access to all those videos forever. (laughs) So check out kidsbibleflix.com. Alrighty, it is time for a random nature fact. One of my favorite things to do when I go traveling around is to go snorkeling. There's like this completely different world under the water that we can explore. The cool thing is that everywhere in the world when you go snorkeling is obviously kind of similar, but it's also very different and unique. I thought today I could share with you a few interesting facts about coral and reefs. Did you know that a coral grows in one stable spot and grows there for its entire life? Coral reefs are actually in crisis and sadly are dying all over the world. Also, 25% of coral reefs have already disappeared. And at the current rate of destruction, about 70% of the world's corals will be destroyed by 2050. How sad. Coral reefs protect the coasts from hurricanes and tsunamis. That's kind of cool. Coral reef organisms are also an important source for new medicines. Wow, it's a pretty amazing world down there and part of the amazing natural landscape that God created. Let's all do our best to take care of the natural world that God gave us. Alrighty, it is time for a humor break. It's time for Silly Minute. And I got three great jokes that I'd like to share with you today sent in by three people from different parts of the world. 
And the first one comes to us from Jose in Isabella, Puerto Rico. He says, What do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? The answer? They're both parasites. Parasites? <laughs> parasites. Oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. The next one comes from Aiden in Arizona. This is what he said. Why did the turtle cross the road? The answer? We don't know. He's still going. <laughs> this is because they move so slow. <laughs> All right. And the last one is from Kiona and Kayla in Corpus Christi, Texas. This is what they said. What did one canoe say to the other canoe? They said... Can you come over and play? Can you? Can you come over and play? <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you so much, all of you, for sending in those jokes. Love it. Love getting those giggles out. Of course, if you have a funny, squeaky clean joke that you'd like for me to be able to share on the show, please send it in to our website at godsgreatearth.com. You'll see a form right there. A few years back, I traveled to Egypt with some friends, and the first thing on our list to do was, of course, see the pyramids. So we took a bus to the edge of the desert near the pyramids of Giza. Now, if you're going to go visit the pyramids, the best way to get the full experience is by going out on camel. We walked along the edge of the desert until we found a camel rental place. We negotiated a price and mounted our camels, and we were off. The camel owner led our camels out into the desert, and the plan was to go around the pyramids to the backside. We'd circle around and then approach them from behind. That was the best view. That means we had to ride for a few miles straight out into the desert first. Soon we had left the city behind, and all we could see in every direction was an endless sea of sand and desert. We felt like we were in one of the most isolated spots on the planet. Suddenly, a lone figure appeared in the horizon. It was a man walking alone through the desert, and he was walking toward us. He had a donkey, but he was carrying this small box wrapped in cloth. When we met, he said something in Arabic, then reached into his box and pulled out something I never would have expected to see in a million years. He had an ice-cold Coca-Cola. <laughs> now, Coca-Cola is one of the largest companies in the world. They sell their products in over 200 companies, and serve like 1.5 billion servings every day. Wow. Companies like Coca-Cola really work hard to reach the entire planet with their products. I mean, really, they're even in the Egyptian desert. What about Christianity? Are we doing everything we can to reach the entire planet with our message? You know, if Coca-Cola can do it, so can we. And Jesus told us to go into the world and make disciples all nations. Alrighty, let's go back to our pretendomatic and talk with Balaam again. Okay, Balaam, so you've got me really curious. What else did the messengers say? Right, yeah, well, this is the weird part. The messengers say that the king is worried that the children of Israel are too many and too strong. Okay, I guess that makes sense, but I'm still not understanding what that has to do with you and, and why these people have traveled halfway around the world to see you. True, this does sound a little odd, I suppose. Yeah, just a little. So the messengers say that they have come because the king wants me to come down to uh, Moab and... Uh, <clears throat> and what? 
Well, well, he wants me to put a curse on these people because he won't be able to conquer them. A, a curse? Are you serious? Very serious. And there's more. Besides this message from the king, these messengers, who were elders of Moab and Midian, they even brought a bunch of money to give me for doing this service. A bunch of money? Wow. I've never heard of such a thing. Me neither. I'm guessing he was pretty scared. I mean, word had spread that these people from Israel had already defeated the Amorites, which we all thought were a pretty tough people, and now they were apparently camped near Moab. And the king is shaking in his boots. Exactly. Wow, okay, so they asked you to come out and put a curse, and they even bring a bunch of money. So what did you say? Well, I wasn't sure what to say, but I knew I had to talk to God first. So I told them to stay around the night, and that I would talk to God, and that I would tell them in the morning what God said. Wow, okay, as easy as that. Yeah, well, so that's what they did. They stayed the night, and of course, I went and talked to God about this. How did that go? Well, let's say that God is the one who started the conversation, asking me, who are these people visiting you? Which is kind of funny, because I'm pretty sure God knew. But I explained anyway, telling him that they were there from Moab, and that they were scared of the Israelites that had parked themselves right next to Moab, and that he was asking me to put a curse on them. Wow, okay, then what happened? Well, God made it pretty clear. He told me not to go with them, and not to put a curse on these people, because, well, God had actually blessed them. Oh boy, so pretty much the opposite of what they want. Uh, pretty much. So, so what happened next? Well, in the morning, I went to Balak's messengers and I told them to go home, and that God had said I could not go with you. And? And that was it. Then they left and went back to the king to report what I had told them. So they just turned around and went home. Another 25-day journey back to Moab. Yep, pretty much. All right. Well, that pretty much took care of itself then. Um, yeah, well, kind of. Well, wait a minute. Kind of? What do you mean, kind of? Well, you see, Mr. Rich, a few minutes before you arrived here just now, I got word from a traveler that just arrived here to Pithor. Uh-oh. What happened? Well, this traveler came to tell me that people are coming from Moab to see me again, and that they should be arriving tomorrow. From Moab again? Yeah. And this time, there are way more people that are coming to see me. Wow, okay, interesting. I wonder what's going on here. A new, bigger group coming to see Balaam? Wow. Well, we'll come back to this story next time we get together. And of course, in just a moment, we're going to go check out the answer to today's brain teaser, the What's It? And we're going to see how you do on The Game Show. Hey, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the show. And I hope you'll consider supporting us so that we can keep making episodes. And if you'd like to partner with us, even if it's for just like $10 a month, please visit our website at godsgreatearth.com. And there's a place there where you can help and partner up with us. Any amount of support helps us to be able to continue doing this show. Alrighty, everyone, it's journal time. That means it's time to get your journals out. And I think it's important to keep a journal, write some notes, and you can basically use a, a blank book or some blank pages that you can write on. Keep track of your thoughts. And by the way, this is only for you. No one else should ever read your journal, just between you and God. 
So my journaling question for you today is, how can you help serve your community? Write down some ideas of what you think you can do, maybe with your family or church or school. By the way, if you want to get your own special journal to write in, please go to our website at godsgreatearth.com and you will see a place where you can pick up your own God's Great Earth journal. Alrighty, everyone, it is time for Game Show. Have you been paying attention? Of course you have. And of course, you can prove it by shouting out the answer to these five questions that I'm about to ask you about the stuff that we talked about today. So, are you ready? Here we go with question number one. Victoria Falls is on the border of what two countries? That's right, Zimbabwe and Zambia. Very good. All right, let's check out question number two. What was the name of the country that sent messengers to see Balaam? That's right, Moab. All right, you're doing great. Let's check out question number three. About how many days did it take to travel between Moab and Pethor? That's right, about 25 days. Wow, a long hike. All right, let's check out our next question. Question number four. What percentage of coral reefs have disappeared? That's right, about 25. Wow. And our last question, number five. Coca-Cola can be found in about how many countries? That's right, over 200. Wow. Good job, everyone. Alrighty, it is time to reveal the answer to today's brain teaser. Hopefully you've had enough time to think about it a little bit. Of course, share it with you one more time. It comes to us as well from Zachariah in Michigan. All right, here's what he said. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? The answer? Footsteps. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. You leave steps behind. Oh, nice one, Zachariah. Thank you for sending that in. Of course, if you have a brain teaser that you would like to send and share on the show, we'd love to get it. Just go to our website and fill out that form. And lastly, before we finish up our episode today, we must reveal the answer to the what's it. What was that thing that we heard? That sound, what was it? Uh, Don't worry, I will play it for you one more time, of course. Are you ready? Here it is. Hmm, all right. Interesting. Were you able to come up with a guess? All right, the answer is a hippo. (laughs) Grunting, of course. Wow, were you able to get it? Wow, that was a hard one, wasn't it? Let's see how you do in the next episode. I can't believe that our time is up. Remember, we can each decide to ask God to help us with the decisions we make in our lives, the big ones and the small ones too. Also, just like Balaam did, let's always be careful to listen to what he wants to tell us so that we can be faithful to him always. And lastly, let's be determined to be even better than Coca-Cola at telling people everywhere about how awesome God is. Love God, love others, and change the world. We'll see you next time here on God's Great Earth.